0: Let's do this. The Cult of Hockey podcast by the faithful and for the faithful. I'm David Staples, the Edmonton and I'm here today with Bruce. Hey Bruce, how you doing?
1: Hey David, how are you doing tonight?
0: Good, good. Is there is there a door open? I think there's a lot of background noise I'm hearing. Oh, well, there's a little bit going, going on there. I've got the door closed. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Life goes on. Life goes on in the busy. City of Edmonton well Bruce Oilers are in danger of being swept they lost game three four to two <clears throat> it was a game they did not I'm gonna say they did not deserve to win um the abs had 17 grade A shots to 11 for the Oilers. they had a subset of five at uh, 10 five alarm shots the abs did five for the Oilers. so in terms of like the most dangerous shots on it wasn't close the abs were quite a bit better than the Oilers According to our count, at least.
1: According to our count, yeah, this is very very odd. We were at at odds with Natural Trick, who had the Oilers in the Ascendant for grade A shots, and especially a five-on-five. Of course, they didn't count the thousand minutes of power play for uh, Colorado. That, you know, is not included in that. But they had uh, 13-3 to for Edmonton. And uh, high uh, high danger chances. And we had, what, 10 to 5 for Colorado in five alarms? Yeah. So,
0: can't say uh, I'm particularly upset. Are you, Bruce? Like, I mean, the Avs are just a better team. It's in in a lot of important ways. And, um, yeah. They make fewer mistakes than the Oilers do, I'll tell you that. I think the difference is they're fantastic puck moving defensemen, Mm -hmm. McCarr, Bowen, and Taves. <laughs> mm-hmm. The owners don't have anyone as good as any one of those players. Probably not. And I don't think. And, um, you know, maybe if Darnell Nurse was healthy, he would be. <coughs> but he's mm-hmm. not healthy. And uh, he isn't. So they just move the puck so fast. You make a little turnover, your cycle's over. They get they, they get the puck, to control the puck, they move the puck. It's fantastic hockey, actually. They're, they're a great hockey team. And I just hope that Kadri's not badly hurt because that would just put a crimp on their Stanley Cup chances, losing a key player like uh, Nazim Kadri, honestly. So mm-hmm. I got nothing against the guy. He's played honest talking against the Oilers. He's been fine, so.
1: Well, other than yanking Darnell's helmet off his head in overtime, not one game in the season. But, yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's, a, uh, he's an edge player. Let's put it that way. But uh, he's a hell of a good player as far as... Uh, as far as i'm concerned anyway they uh, played without him tonight and they won anyway they did
0: yeah and jt com for the guy replaced him on the um, second line center That's the guy who scored the winning goal. all right bruce this is our two good things two bad things and two numbers podcast mm-hmm. and because it wasn't a particularly bad loss it was just a just another loss to the abs we'll just go with one bad thing each one good thing each we'll just go with the standard tonight okay so what what is your good thing to start
1: yeah, my good thing is uh, the start of the game for the Oilers. The, the first 38 seconds of the game for the Oilers. Let's put it that way. Uh, when uh, uh, Zach Hyman wins a board battle uh, at the Colorado uh, blue line and slips the puck through to Connor McDavid, and he whips into the Colorado zone and buries the shot past or through, I guess uh, Pavel Francouz, to give the Oilers the early one-nothing lead. And you couldn't ask for a better start. Usually when they order to score first, they win. But uh, that isn't the case of what eventually happened tonight. But it wasn't because they started poorly.
0: Yeah, two zippy plays on that that particular. You know, Hyman's back pass to McDavid was, mm-hmm. was really sharp. Yep. And then <clears throat> McDavid's quick and sneaky shot was really good too. So, yep. yeah, very, very nice start to the game. But not to be tonight, Bruce, not to be. All right. My uh, good thing will be Ryan McLeod, who scored the second goal. And um, he's really coming into his own in these playoffs. He really is. He looks like a player who's going to stick with the orders. He's confident with the puck. He's making plays with the puck. And um, carrying the puck up the ice, defending well. He looks like a good third-line center. Maybe even a second-line center. I mean, he's, he's really getting it done, Bruce. So, um, his goal was uh, a little bit odd. He skated up the ice and took a, a, a shot from the, the upper 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 slot. Um, <clears throat> just, I don't know, ten feet in from the from the blue line, and mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow it beat Franzou's. Uh, it was fantastic because you know the owners had They're nothing. Going up nowhere, there. the owners were going nowhere fast. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he whips that in, and the Oilers suddenly had some life, and they they came close to getting the goal, a head goal. Uh, a little time later on the power play with McDavid, he got an incredible chance that Franzou stopped. So he made up for his uh match job on the McLeod play by uh, Stoney uh-huh. McDavid, but and then Bouchard hit the post, Goffin' out. Sorry, he got one of the you know let go of bush bomb. <coughs> Get the post, and the rest is... East Werner. Okay, Bruce, uh, let's move on to our bad things, because there was quite a bit bad that happened this game. What, what is your bad thing?
1: Yeah, well my bad thing also happened in the first minute of the game. This is the first ever for me, that both my good and bad thing of the night happened before the one minute mark of the first period. But Uh, after the great start in the early McDavid goal when uh, 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 um, Evander Kane uh, coming back into his own zone cross-checked Nazem Kadri from behind sent him crashing into the boards and put him out of the game Uh, Kadri down and out uh, I thought he'd be one of those things where he got up and he was sort of playing in the second minute of the power play but no dice, he never came back and Kane went to the penalty box for five minutes, and David, he was lucky. That was all he got. I thought they would kick him out of the game. I thought it would be five in a game for checking from behind. Instead, the official call was boarding major, and uh, five minutes. So after the Oilers have this hot start, and all of a sudden they're on the back foot trying to kill a five-minute power play against that uh, um, group of uh, fantastic offensive players that uh, Colorado has and credit to them, they did kill it off I think Colorado had something like 8 shots on net in that power play and on the night they had 16 shots on the power play and none of them went in Uh, and that was in uh, 11 minutes and 27 seconds of power play time 16 shots and so credit Mike Smith for his work on the penalty kill, but uh, the fact that Edmonton's quick start really, I think the the momentum of it got taken off by yeah. Kane's penalty. And even though you'd say, well, advantage Edmonton, because they killed it off and because Colorado lost an important player, maybe they came out of that ahead and maybe they did, but uh, I didn't see it as good at all. And it's not a good look for the Oilers. That was a cheap hit.
0: They had... Um five grade a shots on that five minute power play three of them were five alarm shots mm-hmm. there was a, <clears throat> there was a one-timer by lana um there was a tip shot in front of the net there was another one-timer um the worst one was nurse on his knees and there was a um, kind of a low high pass diagonally going through the crease mm-hmm. i think mckinnon um mckinnon hammered it off the post just harpooned it right in there and then there was a slap pass tipped on net, which was a really dangerous chance too. But Smith got them all. Mm-hmm. <coughs> he did play well early in the game. And then, unfortunately, he got he got beat on a deflection. I remember earlier this year, we are talking about how many times <coughs> the Darnell Nurse had deflected in goals this year. Mm-hmm. It's been significant. And I don't know what to think about it. I just think it's, uh, <coughs> my bet it's bad luck. I just think it's bad luck. That, that play was one a bad was bad luck play. Well, I think they all—they generally all yeah, are.
1: Often they so, are. Yeah,
0: that yeah, one certainly so, was. I don't like. They didn't. Kelly Harudi didn't make a lot of it on the TV, national TV. There, I thought that was the right call. It's just mm-hmm. bad luck. These things happen in hockey, and the Orders couldn't get that kind of break until McLeod scored. They finally, you know, because in the early in the second period, the Orders had um, They had some really good chances. McLeod mm-hmm. had a great chance. Fogel had a great chance. Yeah. <clears throat> So um, they came close. Those are two really, really good chances. McLeod's breakaway and and Fogle's, you know, bang, bang, play in front of the net there. But they couldn't score. So, okay, my bad thing, Bruce, comes after that. Comes immediately. um, We have um, at, let me see, at 1730. Two and a half minutes into the second period, McDavid streaks up the ice. Passes it to Nurse who gets a f- hell of a shot. Just one times it at the net. And um it's a really good shot. But after that, Bruce, for the the Oh, excuse me. There's one more after that. There's Dreisidel's um play at fourteen thirty-one of the second. So Dreisidel um charges up the ice, deeks, deeks deeks Jack I think it's uh Johnson or mm-hmm. is it Eric Johnson? Deeks, Eric. Probably
1: Jack Johnson if he deked him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever Johnson, whichever Johnson it was, and uh, geeked him and fired a really good shot on that. So, 1431, so that's about that's five and a six and a half minutes in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) After that, Bruce, Mm the next seven, so the orders at that point are down um, two to one. Yeah, for the next, the next seven grade A shots are all from the avalanche, and it's not until McLeod shot at 1229. So that's uh, seven and a half minutes into the third period. So this is like uh, this is a stretch of a full period mm-hmm. where the abs are getting seven Grady shots and the orders are getting zero, and the orders mm-hmm. are down a goal in an elimination, oh. down a goal, and and that mm-hmm. that just speaks to me. When when that happened, I never expected the orders to win the game. Like right. after that 20-minute that period, even when mm-hmm. McLeod scored, I was thinking they're not going to win this game. I didn't think they I didn't think they deserve to. The Avs are just that much better at this point for a lot of reasons. You know, I think if, again, this before, I think if Nurse and Bryson were both healthy, the owners would have a fighting chance of right. so, without those guys healthy. Let's these teams are not close. And um that's how we're seeing it fail. Simple as that. So that's my yeah. bad thing. Was that stretch of lifeless play by the Oilers? Where maybe they're—I'm tr- sure they're trying—but Colorado's just better.
1: McLeod's uh, goal at 7:34 of the third—that was their second shot of the third period. Uh, and they did have 13 shots in the second period, but uh, as you say, the dangerous ones came early in the frame, and then uh, after that, it just sort of seemed like the clock was going tick tick tick, you know, and there was nothing really that seemed to be that. Uh, uh, that danger is developing, or when it did, they'd miss the net with the shot, or somebody blocked it, or you know, something would happen, bounce over the stick. Yeah, yeah.
0: tick, tick, no boom. All right, yeah. Bruce. Um, your number, what's your number?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I got to go with uh, uh, four and 198, and that is the record in series record of teams down 0-3 in a series uh it's happened 202 times in anchor history that a team with had a three nothing deficit in a best of seven series and four times out of the 202 uh we'll round it up to two percent chance of uh uh, the team in the uh, deficit position coming back to win the series and Of course, this series is hardly the only one where the reason that one team was up 3-0 was that they were better than the other team, and that just makes those odds seem that much more infinitesimal that um, uh, they would be able to do it. I mean, there was a show pushback at times during uh, uh, these playoffs, very good pushback, but uh, there hasn't been enough of it in this series. These last two games have been quite disheartening.
0: Can't hear you. Yeah, I'm just saying it hasn't been good, has it? Um, it hasn't been not good. This is just a great abs team. Like they really are a fantastic mm-hmm. hockey team. And McCarl, Kill McCarr is such a great player. Nathan McKinnon has impressed me. He's never, I've never seen him play so well. He just gets mm-hmm. that puck and attacks. He's he is he's putting on a show. And they've got Rantanen and Dog and hopefully Kadri. Hopefully, I'm hoping you know, obviously, I'm hoping he's back and Nakushkin. Mm-hmm. You know, we all made fun when everyone's when the one uh, evolving wild sent to he's play Reza, a hell of a good player, which was a silly thing to say at the time. But he is a very good hockey player right
1: mm-hmm.
0: now. He's getting it done. Like he's a, he's a He can play that dude. So. um, My number, Bruce, is one. Mm-hmm. This is the number of major contributions to grade A shots mm-hmm. that Leon Dreisaitl has made in the last two games. We made one. I already referenced it earlier rushing mm-hmm. the puck up the ice, got a shot on net. He, um, <coughs> I honestly don't know how he got it, had so much success against the Flames. Like, it's amazing playing with the injury that he has. Um, <coughs> that he was, he was like, what was it, 17 points in five games? It was, mm-hmm. it was such an astonishing total. Such an yep. astonishing offensive outburst. And against the ads, he had a pretty good, he had an okay game on the attack in the, the first game but he cannot get anything going. They're just too quick. They are mm-hmm. too quick, and he's too slow because he can't he can't power past them. He can't use his power. You know, the Oilers to beat the Abs, we're gonna have to play a power mm-hmm. game. And two of their power players, like the, the two guys who can play power games, are Darnell Nurse and Leon Draisaitl. They can use their size to um, beat people and intimidate, and they can't play that power game because they have no leverage. On their with their bodies right now. They can't hold off people. And to me, it's a most evident on the power play for the Oilers where, <clears throat> I mean, Leon is the best power player, I think, in the NHL. You know, maybe McDavid's better than him, but Leon is such a great passer of the puck. He's, you know, has half third-court game or, yeah, one third-court game. He's, it's just out of this world good. Passing, his backhand passing, his shooting, everything about it is fantastic. His control of the puck on the boards, his ability to win pucks on the boards—he can't win pucks. He loses pucks on the boards. He's losing the puck constantly. The play—if you went through that game, unfortunately, encountered enemy times the, the play dot on Leon Drysaddle stick. I think it will be kind of a sad and sobering total. And and it's not obviously—I'm not criticizing Leon Drysaddle. And mm-hmm. when we when I criticize Darnell Nurse, I'm not criticizing him either. These two guys are obviously playing injured. They can't get it done, and they're not getting it done. And that's why we see this collapse of drive Settles' game. A very, very quick team, which the Flames weren't. That's one of the differences. These defensemen just, Taves and McCar. they will not, uh, not allow him to keep the puck. They keep knocking it off his. Team. Same with McDavid quite a bit.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, they had. Um we had Dreisaitl involved in one chance for and none against. I mean, he was he, he was Good. complicit on the empty netter, but it wasn't a great A shot. I mean, it was a shot that's from
0: a, outside. It's a nothing and play.
1: That's a desperation play at that point. But uh, uh, And he did draw two penalties, and I thought he gave what he had. But <clears throat> it was clear he was hurt, and he went down the tunnel one time after a play that... Look suspiciously like a slew foot at first it, turned, it wasn't but it was a Yeah. Uh, he got overpowered kind of from behind by um, McKinnon who was a strong so-and-so and uh, Leon went down hard that time and uh, he hung in there but uh, uh, I, it's sad you know you've got, you've got these uh, uh, excellent to great players that just aren't able to show their real stuff because they're, uh, they're so banged up at this point Nurse, you know, uh, obviously he made a horrible, uh, bad play on the one where he tried to cut out the pass and it tipped off his stick and somehow found a hole in a flailing Mike Smith. But it wasn't really Smith's fault. It was just he was pulling off the post and he couldn't recover. And it was an ugly, ugly goal. And, you know, I thought Nurse had a pretty okay game, like not great, but he was way better than the last two games, way better than the last two games. He had eight hits in this game. He was, uh, you know, he was super involved in the game, had a couple of real good shots. But he's on a real, we'll call it what it is, a shit streak right now where whatever is going to go wrong is happening to Darnell Nurse this last little while, and and, uh, uh, it
0: kind of hurts to watch. I'd give him a six, maybe. Like I think he was in like six out of ten, maybe.
1: Well, I'm gonna dock him for that goal because that's what I do.
0: Yeah, but, uh, I'm yeah, giving him
1: a two, like he got the last two games, let's put it that way. Oh
0: yeah, God, And I
1: guess that. he was getting flayed live on Twitter again. But uh,
0: Well, that was just a tough play. Come on, yeah, like take it, it easy on the guy. Yeah. If you've ever played defense in any organized hockey game, this yeah. happens to you. This happens. Lots. I can, attest, I can attest to this, Bruce. All right. Um, what did you think of the winning goal, Bruce, the one smith in.
1: You know, I kind of hated it, <laughs> David.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: you got to have a stop there. You do. I mean, you do. I mean, Bouchard hits the post at the other end, and the puck comes out, and the guy comes out of the penalty box, Comfort. And so he's got... Uh, lots of gas in the tank, and uh, I'm not quite sure how long Bouchard had been out there because, uh, not, not, uh, not yeah, in uh, full disclosure, uh, I did not see the power play because my house and possibly more in St. Albert experienced a power failure just as they were dropping the puck on the Edmonton power play. And power came back on about a minute and a half later, but, of course, all the... New systems, everything's got to reboot. The router's got to come back up. It was just waiting, waiting. I was to listening to it up. on the radio. It sounded like McDavid had a great chance that, uh, um, that uh, François made a glove save on. It sounded like um, Bouchard hit the post, and then uh, they come down. And Bouchard kind of takes a bad angle to the puck. He and did. he gets beat. And there's no and second hooked. defenseman on the ice because they still have uh, power play out there. Yeah. And then, but Comfort, like, he shoots from the top of the face-off circle. Uh, and in the circle, it's not like not in the middle of the ice and it goes right through Smith. Like, that's not good enough. That's And we finally got a break where the other goalie let in a soft one and our goalie responds by letting in a soft
0: one. And that's, that's right that back was,
1: to one goal down.
0: That's a. It's a scoring chance shot, Bruce, but it's a great yeah, B scoring chance shot. It's yeah. grade B. He's yeah. got to stop that. He yeah. he just has got to stop that shot. And he didn't. So.
1: Yeah. Well, Smith, he had an interesting game. Uh, Mark Spector was questioning him in the post game. And said it was his best home game of the playoffs, or if not his best game of the playoffs. And no, uh, I, I didn't see it that way. I mean, he did face a lot of shots. He did make a lot of good saves, but. Uh, I think I said flailing around earlier and honestly on some of the saves that he made or didn't make, you know, it was sort of a combination between Gumby and and Mr. Potato Head. Like his glove was where his, you know, where his arm should be and his pad was where his... (laughs) It was just all over the place. And it worked for more saves than not, but uh, uh, the ones that got through him were, uh, well, they would be comical and a less serious situation than the Oilers are right now, but uh, he, uh, I'm honestly, I'm at sixes and sevens as to how to grade him, and I'm not saying I'm picking between a six and a seven, because that winning goal just, you got to have a save on that, and he made it, like, about two minutes later, he made a fantastic save off of uh, Nachushkin on a two-on-one with his blocker to keep Oilers in the game, but you need to keep them in the game when they finally tie it up.
0: Yeah. No. So he should have like the expected goals was about five, and he let in four. So he can you know, tell Well, I would say expected goals seventeen grade a shots. Ten of them are ten of them are five alarms. That's about five goals, I think, if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> that you're expecting. So he only let in four. So it wasn't like he, he was terrible, but that excuse me three. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Uh, The one with the empty netter. (laughs) So that's actually not that bad. And I can see why Speck was enthused with his play. But um, come on. It doesn't matter. What matters is what you do when the game's on the line in the third period. I mean, it all matters. But what really matters and what what the great goalie will do when you have a great game, when you're going to get an 8 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10, Mm -hmm. you stop that shot every time. You cannot let that shot in. So that was a little frustrating. Um, But again... Honestly, Bruce, I was not expecting the owners to win this game. They just didn't – they don't have it. They're not good enough to beat the Avs is my mm-hmm. what I've, – I've watched uh, 180 minutes now, and that's my conclusion. So I hate to say it. I wish the orders were better. Mm-hmm. But they're not. They're not. And I don't – like, you know, it's going to be interesting. Can they improve enough? Um, in the coming year to take on this team, maybe they can. You know, they're going to need an. In, you know, maybe Broberry and Holloway are going to add some speed, and um, we'll see what happens. It's going to be an interesting off-season. I mean, I, I am. I don't. I'm not. You know, you're saying there's a chance with this one in. You know, one, uh, 50.
1: Nine, one in fifty.
0: Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to say it's less of a chance than Jim Carrey had a, had on uh, Lauren Hawley and uh, I'm a dumber. <laughs> Jim Perry, his odds were better. Um,
1: Are saying not, there's a chance?
0: This is not, this is not looking good. So, no, you know, it's it's it has been a long hockey season, Bruce.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've been we've been going at it a long, long time. So, you know, and the Oilers have had they've had a really good season. They've had a great season. They're in the final four. They're one of the you know four leading teams in the NHL. That, that's pretty darn good. I'm not. So I'm kind of um, uh, gruntled, overall gruntled, about this uh, this particular season, and even this series as it's as it's played out. I just see like there's nothing. There's have nothing. There's, win there's one game. Holy moly! Well, it would have been nice. I agree. Maybe they'll win the next one. Who knows? We'll see. Bruce, uh, you got to do the game grade. So why don't we? I do. Why don't we, why don't we leave it there? Thanks All for right. thanks for talking tonight.
1: All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.